Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Good to have you with us as we start off another work week, though for many of you it is a holiday week. And, you know, even though... I could pretend like it's been a perfect show if you're just joining us halfway through. I, it's not been. First of all, I called George Kittle Greg Kittle because routinely I do that and I don't know why. He just looks like a Greg to me. No, that's not why. <laughs> do you ever just get something stuck in your head and it just comes out even when you don't want it to? And I realize now, uh, a couple minutes later, that I referenced the wrong Hayward brother last hour. <laughs> so Cam Hayward is the one who's on IR. He's the defensive captain. He's he's the big dog for the Steelers defense, but he's not playing right now, the defensive lineman. Uh, it was Connor Hayward who had the special teams moment, the dubious moment where he knocked the ball out of his own teammate's arm. So apologize for that. You know that we do have a corrections department and it's in my brain where sometimes a couple minutes later, I think, wait, what did you say? Right. So I have to make sure I correct that. And so there goes the perfect show. Two hours in and that was it. That was all she wrote. Well, it was just his first name. <laughs> Right. If that's all that mattered, it was just his first name. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to get to the Dolphins. And even though I didn't like the way they played on Sunday, honestly, I'm, I'm being completely authentic with you. I didn't like what I saw from them on Sunday in that they made a bunch of mistakes but used some whopping explosive plays to cover up those mistakes. Uh, it's going to come back to bite you if you do that on a consistent basis. Hey. They obviously uh, moved to 4-1, and one, and I thought it was a good rebound for them coming off of that loss to Buffalo last week in western New York. They actually retake the lead in the AFC East. So they're at 4-1. and one. The Jets get another win. Yes, Zach Wilson is still the quarterback. Uh, and yes, Mac Jones is still the quarterback for the Patriots, though it's possible that the Pats offense has regressed from a year ago. I was going to make a joke, sort of, I guess be snarky, on Twitter on Sunday about how the Bill O'Brien offense looked a lot like the Joe Judge offense or the Matt Patricia offense. And then I saw someone else tweet it and was like, oh, never mind. Now it looks like I'm copying. <laughs> we don't have time for that. We really don't have time for shenanigans. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We just, we make time for shenanigans anyway. Please find me on Twitter, A Law Radio. I've heard from a few of you who are finding the show for the first time or haven't heard it in quite a while. 
good to have the chatter about football. I'm waiting for someone to yell at me because I declared Jared Goff to be an early MVP candidate and no that's not part of the correction that I need to make that was real that was actually me and trust me nobody else said that on social media that's just me but in order to prove to you that I am a woman who does not back down and who stands true to what she says I do not cower in corners I will actually put it on social media and let you all blast me because whatevs I think it's an interesting idea. I think the, the swagger that Jared Goff is walking around with these days. I didn't know it was a poor man's anything. He's It's palpable. He's feeling it, and so are the Lions. Anyway, we'll get back to that. Uh, I know that this is our first show of the work week during an NFL season, which generally means uh, that you've got, let's see, you've got, College football, which we won't even get to tonight. You've got NFL weekend that really takes over the the center ring of the circus and grabs that spotlight. But in October, we also have to scooch a little bit for Major League Baseball, and we have to cram it in as well. And so I want to give you a couple of, of minutes that jumped out to me, a couple of moments that I'll remember, and kind of set the stage for what's to come, which is a week where we could see division series go to a winner-take-all game? Someone? Anyone? Are you with me? I need some winner-take-all angst. I need some winner-take-all adrenaline. But we're not there yet. We're still early. Games one and two in the American League and National League division series. Baltimore had been one of the revelations of the regular season. But so were the Texas Rangers. And it's interesting that these two teams are clashing in the division series, right? Uh, Rangers, they lose the division title to the Astros on the last day of the regular season. It was devastating the way they finished. They dropped four of six. And this may have not a whole lot to do with Baltimore other than their pitching didn't have many answers. But have you noticed that the Rangers are right now more motivated and more of a buzzsaw than we've seen in a long time? Rangers are leading here 5-2. to two. The 3-1. Swinging a high fly ball. Deep out into left field. Hayes going back. Mitch Garver, can you take me higher? You most definitely can. A grand slam for Mitch Garver to give Texas a 9-2 lead. They dropped, what was it, nine runs in a couple of the early innings combined. Uh, They were pounding the Orioles pitching. And sometimes it's about how you catch an opponent. Sometimes, certainly, it's matchups. The Rangers can hit the baseball. We know that. Their offense at times, forget what happens with their pitching. They can put runs on the board like nobody's business. That's been a hallmark of this team. Now, they only won only won 90 games while the Orioles won over 100. But we know they can hit the snot out of the ball. And a lot of times we've seen their hitting is contagious. So nine runs between the second and third innings. The Mitch Garver Grand Slam gives them enough of a cushion. Now, we did see the Orioles come back. They even scored three runs in the bottom of the ninth. And the Orioles fans who were still there, they were hanging on. They were pulling for the O's. But in this particular game and and so far in this series, what we've seen is the Rangers – 
flex their muscles on offense, and we have not seen them lose yet. And as painful and devastating as it was for them to lose that division title, you are now seeing the best of the Rangers, maybe because of that wake-up call at the end of the regular season. We had our hands full going down to Tampa and, of course, coming up here playing this really good ball club. So, you know, we're heading home. It seems like we've been on the road a month, but it's going to be good to get home. And, you know, we're, we're off tomorrow, which I think is a needed day off for the guys. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, you know, the games there at home. These playoff games, I mean, it's one swing can change it. And uh, I got into a situation there in the hitter's count where I was looking for the fastball and um, I was able to get it. And... I think it's just a a big momentum push for our whole team, and and we needed all those runs today. Mitch Garver, in his first appearance of these playoffs, smacks a grand slam. Nice. (laughs) That may earn him another appearance or so. Rangers win four in a row to start the postseason, so now the Baltimore Orioles, they've got a win or they're done. And the next game is in Arlington uh, coming up on Tuesday. Here are the gory details to this point. For the, the Orioles. The Rangers have put 25 runs on the board. The Orioles have actually scored 11 in their two games. But it's not been enough against an offense that is locked in. I mean, it's pounding the baseball right now. And Brandon Hyde understands uh, the... the hmm. The must-win nature of the situation as they're now down 0-2. It wasn't our best night on the mound. Um, give our guys a lot of credit for being down, you know, nine-two, and then kind of giving ourselves a chance a little bit, getting some base runners, scratching away a little bit. But um, yeah, we got to go to Texas and play well. We haven't played our best two best games here, and and uh, we've played well on the road all year. So hopefully, we can play well on the road. Just like with any game, um, you're learning as you go. Uh, so the longer that we get to play each other, the more we learn about uh, the other team and they learn about us. Um, so we're going to try and learn from this best we can and um, come ready to play on Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Adley Rutschman sounds like me. Uh, t- Tuesday? Wednesday? What day is it? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So, yes, the Rangers offense is shining a bright light all the way back to Arlington, and it's do-or-die time for the Orioles. Not the same in the other American League Division Series. Maybe you watched on Saturday, Justin Verlander. I'm sorry. It's so weird to think that he was starting their playoff run last year on their way to another World Series. He essentially takes a sabbatical with the New York Mets. They decide they're going to pay his salary and then send him back to Astro to the Astros where he starts the opener of this year's playoffs. So that was the game on Saturday. On Sunday, the Twins are able to turn the tide. One on, two out, no score. And the pitch, a swing and a fly ball, left center field deep. Alvarez going back on the track at the wall, and that ball is going to be in play and off the wall. Polanco heading home. He will score. That's an RBI double for Carlos Correa. And it's one nothing Twins. Astro stays as Hammer, I should say Farmer, swings and launches. Back it goes, deep it goes, and that ball's gone. Kyle Farmer on the first pitch, hammering a two-run homer to left field. It is 3-0 here in Houston. And that was all that Pablo Lopez would need. Another awesome performance for him. The Twins get seven scoreless innings from Lopez, along with seven strikeouts. Uh, He's very economical with his pitches. uh, Only puts one guy on with a, a walk. And so... 
for them to get that kind of pitching, but also get a hot start, right? So get offensive runs on the board right away. How far that goes in Minute Maid Park against an Astros crowd that's used to winning, right? They're used to doing this to other teams. <laughs> and Carlos Correa, old friend, we told you this is one of the matchups of the playoffs that's worth watching because Correa brings all of that experience, that championship mindset, the the heart and the metal. He took that to Minnesota with him. And I know he did not have a great season offensively, but the leadership, the toughness, the resilience, certainly the defense has been there. And now you're starting to see his bat wake up, actually. And so Rocco Baldelli is certainly happy that Carlos Correa is on his roster this year. We've always heard all of the uh, the sayings and things, you know, when, when the lights come on and the bright lights and, you know, there are some guys, they're, they're, they're giants in the, in the light. And uh, he's one of them. That's what he. That's what he is, and um, he's always an excellent player. But uh, when he matters most, it's like he can f- he can really take his attention and channel it and uh, and focus it and um, just eat, play even better. Carlos Correa actually passed the likes of. Are you ready for this? Derek Jeter and David Ortiz for most postseason RBIs. <laughs> wow. You maybe wouldn't think to put Correa in that category with Derek Jeter and Big Poppy, and yet that's the productivity over an extended period of time. And like I said, he struggled this year at the plate, and people questioned the fact that he had gotten that $200 million contract from the Twins uh, after he tried to leave Minnesota and it just didn't work. But three for four in game number two in Houston where he's extremely comfortable, another three RBI, and that's all the support that Pablo Lopez would need. So great outing for him, great offense that translates into a lockdown pitching performance. We came up with a good plan. You know, we still wanted to be aggressive. Then it became about execution and like things were going well and I was able to execute the pitches that we needed to. And if we needed to make any adjustments, we were also able to bring that to the table. That was a well-pitched game. I mean, sometimes it looks like you're not even really into it, but you, you know, you certainly are in a game like this of this magnitude. But, uh, you know, you know, the nod goes tonight to their pitcher. Definitely does, but the offense also gave him a nice cushion, scoring three runs in the first couple frames. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. American League takes Monday off. National League gets back on the diamond. And if you stayed, actually, let me take it back. You didn't even have to stay for the whole Dodgers-Diamondbacks game. You could have just watched the very beginning. Let's say you're on the East Coast and, and you weren't going to stay up for the whole thing. Well, you saw everything you needed to know, essentially, in that first inning. Because Clayton Kershaw on the mound as the starter, future Hall of Famer, gets absolutely shelled. Uh, He called it embarrassing. I got to give you the numbers anyway because it's fairly astounding. He doesn't even last two outs. 35 pitches, and he only records one official out. Six runs on six hits and a walk, one out. They have to pull Clayton Kershaw before they ever get through that first inning. And at that point, it's a little bit too late. Not that the Dodgers can't put runs on the board uh, in bunches, but it was demoralizing for Clayton and for the Dodgers. Disappointing, uh, embarrassing. You know, I think uh, I just feel like you let everybody down. You know, guys, whole organization that, 
uh, look to you to, you know, pitch well in game one. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just embarrassing, really. So I, I just feel like I let everybody down. That is Clayton Kershaw. He takes this stuff personally. But remember, the Diamondbacks are not intimidated. They're in the same NL West division. They've seen these Dodgers over and over again. And so they're not going to be nervous or anxious when they get to Dodger Stadium. And honestly, how often do we hear that the Dodgers have a late arriving crowd? I hope not for a playoff game on a Saturday night, but we know that we hear that all the time. Well, If you were late arriving, maybe you showed up, realized what happened, turned around and left, or you're listening on the radio, you don't even bother to keep going. (laughs) My gosh, that was bad. Uh, Bad for Clayton, bad for the Dodgers, but amazing for the Diamondbacks to start out with an 11-2 victory in the opener of that National League Division Series. A little bit of deja vu in the NL East, and this is the series that you all voted overwhelmingly as the series that gives you jazz hands, spirit fingers. I know, I'm such a weirdo, but I thought that was such a revelation last week. Jazz I want to hear something really funny. A friend of mine that I went to college with, uh, Syracuse, her daughter is a cheerleader and, and a cheerleader at a really good high school program. So they go to nationals or they compete for nationals every year. So she just sent me a link to buy popcorn to support her daughter's cheer team. And all I could think of was, Jazzy! <laughs> now I can't take it seriously. But I will buy some popcorn because I love popcorn and I will bring it to work and make producer Jay eat some as well. Can we do kettle corn? Because that's my favorite. Oh, I haven't had that in a while, actually. So good. good. The sweet and the salty. All right. Back to the baseball playoffs real quick. Let's finish this one again. The National League gets back on the mound or back on the diamond coming up on Monday. And a little bit of deja vu for the Phillies in Atlanta. Seven. Count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven series openers won by the Phillies. And that includes two now in Atlanta over the course of these last two Octobers. The Phillies also unintimidated by a division rival. And I'm not even sure you'd call the Diamondbacks a rival of the Dodgers. No. But that's the beauty of having teams that are familiar with one another is that you really take that whole intimidation factor out of it. There's no lack of familiarity with the stadium and the surroundings. And the Phillies are completely comfortable winning in Atlanta. They're completely comfortable in Atlanta. And so another game one win for the Phillies. Meanwhile, ball in game number two goes to Max Freed. And man, uh, a, a humongous start from the category of Captain Obvious. Obviously, there are no secrets. We've, I've, I think I've faced this Phillies team just about more than anyone in my career. Um, they know what I have. I know what they have. There's, there's no secrets. Um, it's just toeing the rubber and executing and throwing, throwing the pitches that I need to, and just whoever executes the best that day. Max Freed going up against Zach Wheeler in that game number two. And if you missed the starter, the opener, uh, Bryce Harper with a huge home run. But I thought just as critically is the fact that the Braves didn't score on their own field with an offense that didn't they set a new National League record for home runs in a season? 
They've got Matt Olson. They've got Ronald Acuna. Stop me if you've heard this before. Austin Riley and Ozzie Albies, and I could go on and on and on. This team also puts up runs, kind of like the Rangers do, and and they slug the snot out of the ball. They slug the cover off the ball. And yet the Phillies, who only, I mean, it's essentially a spot start. They only leave their starter, Suarez, in there for the, into the fourth inning, and then they use six pitchers. Six, six, seven. Seven pitchers. They use seven pitchers. But the Braves couldn't break through. That was really impressive. If you can do that without using a top-flight starter, then you're in pretty good shape. And we know the Phillies would like to make sure the series doesn't go back to Atlanta, similar to last year. So we'll see what happens in game number two. Man, you can feel the tension. It's October. It's the fulcrum in sports. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. Also on our Facebook page. I do appreciate the fact that some of you are daring to wade into the cesspool with me. Actually, we're going to say it's not a cesspool. It's... A clear, oh, it's a title pool. It's beautiful. The water is wonderful. Come on in. Jared Goff, early MVP candidate. Just join me. It's well, going to be chaotic. Um, guys are going to be, their head's going to be spinning. <laughs> uh, anyway, Twitter, Facebook, yay. Back to football, week five straight ahead. How about, ooh, Jets in Denver. You know, the revenge game for Nathaniel Hackett. Such an overblown storyline. I mean, Taylor Swift at least was a real storyline. This Nathaniel Hackett thing, it's ridiculous. Keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. Okay. Pipe down, Aaron. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. First and ten. Xavier Gibson tight left, Lazard tight right, eye formation, Brees Hall the eye back, and Zach Wilson under center. Nick Bauden lines up as the fullback as Hall dots the eye. 
Jet sweep motion for Gibson. Hand off Brees Hall, right up the middle, bus three to the 35-40. He's loose at the 50, right sideline 40. Brees Hall at the 20, 10, 5, house call. That's a Jet touchdown. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. That's how the New York Jets come out of the halftime locker room. An instant touchdown with Brees Hall, who apparently is no longer on a pinch count or any, did I just say pinch? (laughs) Don't pinch Brees Hall. A pitch count, meaning he's not limited in his number of snaps or his time on the field because he was off to the races. And he actually says, no big thing, he figured that he'd be able to do it again because, you know, that was something he accomplished last year. I scored a 70 yarder last year, so I knew I was going to have a chance to break one this year. And I just you know, took my chance and scored again, so it was good. But, you know, this one we wanted to get it for not only for our team, but for Coach Hackett and stuff, just because he's been real humble. He's been quiet. Um, and so we wanted to go out there and play for him today. Every single Jet, almost to a man, brought up the name Nathaniel Hackett and how big of a deal this was after Sean Payton's comments that, blasted Hackett for what he called the worst coaching job in the history of the NFL when Hackett last year um, guided, well, guided, I use that term loosely, uh, was the head coach for a team that not only couldn't do anything offensively, but was a disaster when it came to discipline and clock management. And it was clear that Hackett was in over his head, uh, but his players are the ones that are on the field. So Sean Payton takes over, makes that comment to USA Today, and apparently the Jets are not going to forget it. So instant touchdown with Brees Hall to start the third quarter. Bob was shoesing on Jets Radio. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, We forget sometimes as much attention as there's been on Zach Wilson. This Jets defense is damn good. And after that Brees Hall run, the Jets D... Then forces Denver into. Are you listening? Are you ready to th- for this? This is crazy. Well, I guess it's not that crazy if you know what Denver's been about the last year plus. Uh, four three and outs on their own field. This is in Denver. Four three and outs plus a fumble. Now, the the Denver offense is doing nothing against the defense. But honestly, uh, the New York Jets they. They're still figuring it out with Zach Wilson. Uh, They settle for three more field goals, right? So they're not blowing Denver out of the water. And in fact, the Broncos are able to pull within three on a 75-yard touchdown drive. So they kind of settle in. Adam Troutman catches uh, the touchdown from Russell Wilson. And this is where it gets a little interesting again. So under five minutes to go, the Broncos are within Three points because they do have the two-point conversion after the Troutman touchdown. And Zach Wilson leading his team down the field. Three receivers in a tight bunch. Now Garrett Wilson will reline in a uh, slot right. So two by two the set. C.J. Uzama now in motion. So trips right, single receiver left. Wilson, five-man rush, faces, throws the ball, back shoulder fade, which is intercepted. That ball intercepted at the five-yard line by Pat Sertan. What a great pick. That's Dave Logan on Denver Broncos Radio. It was a 50-50 ball, but it was... Actually, did you know this was a Matt Ryan game? 
Matt Ryan was part of, it's a three-man booth with Tiki Barber, long-time, uh, well, long-time New York Giants running back, but now long-time broadcaster in the New York area. But he was also here with us on CBS Sports Radio for a while. It was a three-man booth, and and it took me a minute to figure out who it was. <laughs> it was Matt Ryan. It was the first time that I'd heard him do an entire game. He's He's very eloquent. He obviously explains the position extremely well. He took turns both criticizing Zach Wilson, but also praising Zach Wilson. So he had no trouble doing both. I thought it was a a good rhythm with those two analysts. Anyway, going back to the task at hand, uh, that's Broncos radio with Dave Logan. And yeah, one of those moments where you think, oi, no, (laughs) no, Zach Wilson, Uh, Matt Ryan, pointed out that this was an opportunity for him, certainly because he had his receiver in the back corner, but instead of making it a back shoulder throw or a fade where only his receiver can get to it, he kind of, he misfires, it's inaccurate, and it becomes a ball that can be intercepted. It becomes a ball uh, that can be stolen away by Denver, which is exactly what happened. So now you've got the Broncos with just a three-point deficit and Jets fans wondering, are you kidding me? Uh, Is this what's going to happen again? 41 seconds remaining. Second and 10, Denver at their own 41-yard line. They still have one timeout. The Jets again show blitz. Russell Wilson in the shotgun. Are the Jets going to bring pressure? Yes, they will. Russell Wilson being chased. He'll be sacked. The ball pops out. Loose on the far side. It's scooped up. Bryce Hall runs down the right sideline at the 10. Touchdown! Whoa. Well, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, Bob was using on Jets Radio. Cut it off just a little bit uh, tight there. However, uh, here's what you need to know. Well, here's what you need to do. Find the video of the Quincy Williams strip sack. It was a thing of beauty. Not only does he pull down the quarterback, but then he, Russell Wilson, but then with one hand, he just strips the ball away. It was amazing. And... Sometimes the ball does not bounce right up to a player as he's in full stride, but that's exactly what happened. Uh, Bryce Hall with the scoop and score. He goes 39 yards. It's the capper. Yeah, it looks so pretty. It doesn't always look pretty when that football is kind of bouncing around being a slippery little sucker, uh, but really impressive to see what the defense did to protect that lead for the New York Jets. Um, and yes, it was nearly a costly interception for Zach Wilson. However, a win is a win is a win is a win. The throw needs to be better. I mean, I, I missed inside a little bit and I tried to, you know, third down situation. They play man coverage. They put their best play on our best player. And, you know, he made an unbelievable play. I mean, got tipped around a little bit and he catches it between his legs. I mean, it's one of those that can go kind of either way. But, um, you know, really all you can say is great play by two right there. Zach did a great job. Um, you know, it was uh, lucky that the interception was unfortunate. Uh, great play from them. Uh, but uh, but overall, I uh, thought he did a good job. There's, uh, you know, just offensively as a whole, we got to be better in the red zone. Um, had a chance. It probably could have blown that team out of the water. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Robert Sala probably could have blown that team out of the water. Oh, do you think that might have been a little personal? Directed at Sean Payton. Well, we don't need you to read between the lines. No, he'll just he'll just say it, say exactly what he means, which is this was for Nathaniel Hackett. Feels good to win in the league against anybody. It doesn't matter. But uh, oh, oh, you know, it was uh, it was a special game for Hack. Obviously, being here a year ago, uh, racked up over 400 yards on him. Uh, 
put up 31 points, so I'm happy for him. I'm going to need that as a drop, Producer Jay. We probably could have blown that team out of the water. Probably could have blown that team out of the water. Right. Okay, Robert Sala. Is this one of those hyperbolic statements that he makes like Aaron Rodgers glows in the dark? He's probably glowing in the dark while he rehabs his torn Achilles. The The Jets glows in the dark. (laughs) The Jets, they did have a couple of numbers that jump out at me, which will hurt them against a better team. The Broncos are not a great team. Not even a good team. Nine penalties for the Jets. So they've got to cut down on their mistakes, but also over five in the red zone. So they do end up with 31 points despite going over five in the red zone, but they also get that defensive touchdown from Bryce Hall at the end of the game. How about that? The Brees and Bryce show. I like it. So the Jets are two and three. They have a better record than the New England Patriots, uh, and they're all looking up at the Dolphins in the AFC East. So we'll get to the rest of that division coming up. Oh, you say you want to hear from Sean Payton? Uh Uh-huh. Ready to give Nathaniel Hackett some credit now? Listen, they played better than us. Listen. And I credit, you know, Robert and that staff. They won the game, um, and I think that's that's how I look at it. (laughs) Listen. Listen. Just hear me out. I love how he says Robert and the staff. Oh, okay. You mean the staff that includes Nathaniel Hackett? Listen. Listen. This was one of the most overblown storylines of week five. I will readily admit that, but it's no it's no secret. The Jets were out to win this for Hackett. Whatever slight, whatever perceived slight. I, I've told you before, I think Sean Payton crossed a line big time. I just felt like through through the first month of the season, it would die a little bit. Oh, no, it didn't. It, with Aaron Rodgers being injured, I thought maybe it would. No, no. <laughs> Still flamed up as they head into the Mile High City. Good for the Jets. They're two and three without Aaron Rodgers. And, and one of the toughest schedules to start the first five weeks. So, yeah, that's it. I don't have anything else to say about Zach Wilson. <laughs> but the defense of the pieces he has around him. They make it possible. They do. Probably could have blown that team out of the water. Whatever. I wouldn't be saying that too loudly if I were you. You know what goes around comes around in the NFL. (laughs) Listen. Listen. Uh, Sean Payton. Perfect example. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. Also on our Facebook page. Glad to have you with us. After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Out to the 24-yard line, in golden motion. They give it to HN. HN with free speed down the sideline. Nobody's going to catch him. Touchdown, Miami. What great speed on top of that. Safety takes a bad angle on it. I think he forgot who he was chasing and trying to tackle. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Devon A. Chan, his name has been through multiple iterations since we got to know him. Man, he is as fast, maybe, as Tyreek Hill. There was a whole conversation around this game between the Dolphins and the Giants about who's the fastest on the Dolphins roster. And I kept thinking, man, if that's what you're talking about at this point, it does not bode well for New York. And it really didn't because, once again, Daniel Jones under siege. On the Dolphins radio network, A-Chan Scampers, 76 yards. And even though, even though the Dolphins had a pair of first-half turnovers and a slower start, I mean, A-Chan himself had a fumble, but on the next possession, he goes the 76 yards. The Dolphins still race (laughs) out to a lead against New York. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. We did actually get to see some speed on the Giants side of things. Third and goal at the four. Tua calls out signals. Takes the snap. He's looking to his left. Fastball nearly intercepted and then deflected and picked off by Pinnock. Pinnock up the right sideline. Pinnock needs a block. Pinnock across midfield. Jason Pinnock is going to take this 101 yard for a giant touchdown. Okereke tipped it and Pinnock did the rest. Bob Papa on Giants Radio. So, yeah, we got to see some flash. 102 yards. I bet a lot of guys would have needed oxygen after that. But Jason Pinnock with the pick six off Tua. And here's what I do not love about the way the Dolphins played on Sunday. They're flirting with disaster. Right? What did, well, we just heard uh, Robert Sala snarkily say, we should have blown that team out of the water. We probably should have blown that team out of the water. Well, I don't know if the Dolphins were going to put up 70, but the fact that they win despite three turnovers It's because of the way their opponent is playing right now. Okay, You can't do that against a good team and expect to succeed. And so I don't love that they're playing fast and loose with the football. Now, they do answer. They're right into the third quarter, 
And I guess they have decided at that point they had enough, or maybe Mike Mc, Mike McDaniel gives them a chewing out at halftime. Trips to the left, third down and four. Miami 31-yard line, back to throw Tua. Looking, fires deep downfield, wide open, Tyreek in stride, touchdown Miami! What Speed kills! What a throw by Tua Tungabailoa. Tyreek Hill just runs right under it. My mom told me before the game, when we was riding over here, she was like, I need to be a part of the touchdown celebration today. You know, and I was like, Mama, I'm going to get fine. And she was like, I don't care about that. I just need to be a part of, you know, today. You know what I'm saying? Like, make it about moment. So when I scored, I was calling her down. She was making her way down. And when I gave it to her, a guy took it. Somebody took it. But my mom, like, she a bulldog. She like, boy, you get my ball, boy. So you already know it. You feel me? I got a flag for it, but it was worth it, though. Nobody, mom all day. nobody messes with mama. Nobody messes with mom all day. Tyree Kill talking about his touchdown celebration, and he did get a flag for excessive celebration because he climbed up into the stands, essentially, and was waiting for his mom to come down. If you haven't seen it, it's kind of funny because there's a fan there who's somehow, don't ask me how, thinks that Tyreek is giving him the game ball. A grown-ass man. Why would Tyreek Hill be giving you the game ball? Give my ball, boy. <laughs> but his mom is right behind this guy, and she tries to grab the ball, and the man tugs back at first, and then you can you can read her lips. She says, I'm his mom! And so he finally relinquishes the football. So that was about the most drama that we got for the Miami Dolphins. Again, I, I don't love that they're fooling around with the football. Take better care of of it. Uh, I I sometimes worry when teams play down to the level of their competition that they aren't mature enough yet to be a winner, to be a contender all the way through. The Dolphins, they've got a lot of flash, a lot of pizzazz, a lot of sex appeal on that side of the offense. Tua is playing extremely well. He's not taking a lot of hits. They've got so many weapons. Jalen Waddle hauls in his first touchdown yesterday for the Dolphins. You've got Tyreek. You've got A-Chan. You've got Raheem Mostert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of gaudy flashy, shiny elements to this Dolphins team. But you can't expect that you can turn the ball over the way that you do, make mistakes the way that you do, and it's going to be still as easy, quote-unquote, as it was against the Giants. Now, it goes from bad to worse for the New York Giants because Daniel Jones, on his sixth sack of the game, finally gets knocked out. As in, out of the game, not knocked out, meaning he was unconscious. Uh, sixth sack. 11 sacks on, it was Monday night, right, that they played. So it's not even a full week. And the dude's been sacked 17 times in the span of one week. So he goes out early in the fourth quarter with a neck injury. They weren't coming back anyway, but it's unfortunate that Jones has to pay the price. I'm feeling fine. I'm obviously in some pain and, and uh we'll just see what it looks like this week as we uh yeah meet with the trainers and doctors i thought he made some good decisions took care of the ball you know we had a couple plays we could have made down the plate you know down the field had opportunities on him just didn't quite capitalize him but uh, you know he battled he did but you can only battle so much when you're getting sacked six times and you're getting hit 14 other times by the Dolphins' defense. And this is not even the Niners, right? This is not the Niners' defense. This is the Dolphins' defense. They can be really good. They can be physical. But that's not their hallmark. 
And they still got to Daniel Jones six times. And they got to Tyrod Taylor. Pretty sure they finished with seven sacks. And and they also got to Taylor once he came in. So Miami wins despite a lot of mistakes. Again, I I don't love it. Uh, But for Tua to go 22 of 30, he has 308 yards. Uh, Yes, has a couple of picks in there, but also has a couple touchdowns. And they can fly up and down the field. I think a lot of things are going right for us if we just stuck with our plan and we we stuck with um, our rules for each play. I think things were going really smooth. Um, there were just times where we were misaligned. Um, things were, you know, didn't didn't play within the structure of our offense and, and things just, just got out of hand, um, you know, with some plays. But outside of that, that's, that's I, w- I would say that's how the game went. Yes. It's a win, and they're four and one, and they're on top of the AFC East. And wow, how quickly that changes, right? They get bashed by Buffalo in Western New York. They go home to play the Giants. The Bills go overseas to take on the Jaguars, where they lose. And a lot of it had to do with their slow start. So we'll get to that. Plus, the Patriots getting, are you ready for this? Skunked at home by the Saints. This is not the Saints that were quarterbacked by Drew Brees either. Oh, my goodness. It's going from bad to worse in New England. That's coming up next. Plus, Niners and Cowboys. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.